Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper from J. Cooper Travels. I would like to thank you so much for being a listener on my podcast. And I would like to share with you that I have started a few more podcasts based upon feedback and ideas that I've had on areas that I think are really important. As many of you know, I am both a lawyer as well as a special education teacher. So I have started another podcast called Cooper virtual career day podcast. And the purpose of that podcast is to provide information to elementary, middle and high school, as well as college students about different careers that they have options. So definitely check out that podcast. So that way you can hear stories about how to get involved in different careers. I also have another podcast called Crypto Mom, and that's because I'm involved with cryptocurrency. I've been interested in cryptocurrency for a long time, and I recently um, started to invest in Bizcoin. So I would love for you to check out Crypto Mom and to also hit me up with um, a question about how you can learn more about Bizcoin. Um, the other podcast that I have started is called Love Travel Scotland. And the reason why I've started that is that I have a, an associate in Scotland and she has been telling me and sharing with me stories about how Scotland as well as other countries and locations have been hit very hard by COVID. So the purpose of that podcast is to feature business hideaways and stories that you might not um, hear about because we'll be interviewing locals and individuals connected with the Scottish culture. And we've also created a Facebook page called Love Travel Scotland Discount. So you can also um, check that out if you are thinking about traveling to, um, to Scotland. So definitely keep up and subscribe on all four of those platforms, including J. Cooper Travels. Also, please, please, please subscribe to the YouTube that's associated with this podcast so that way you can actually see who is speaking and learn more about um, the wonderful stories that um, we're featuring here. Finally, one last request in addition to um, subscribing for free. Um, if you do decide that you would like to um, support the podcast, whether it's a 99 cent a month or any of the other levels, that would be truly wonderful. If you do support the podcast, that those funds will be going towards different charities that I support. So know that in your heart, if you are supporting the podcast, that those funds will flow to charities that help support um, children empower children as well as protect the environment. So thank you so much for that. And one final note on this intro and throughout the episodes of all the podcasts that I do, I share with you free access to a wholesale portal called I Go For Less. It has, um, you can save up to 35% on your travels, excursions, rideshare, and a host of other services and technology supports. And it is free, totally free to access this member-only portal. The other reason why I am asking you and actually imploring you to activate your site is that this is also connected to a foundation. So every time that you activate the I Go For Less portal, a family is fed a meal 
a donation is made on your behalf. And again, your activation is free, but the foundation donates to Mana Relief and Children International. So families are fed meals. And to date, we've, we have um, fed over um, 4 million families. So that is phenomenal. I would love to have you, um, by activating the site, help me increase the number of families that we can support. So again, all of the efforts here are to help others. And I know that we are one global family. So I really want to thank you so much for subscribing again to my podcast, um, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and also activating the free portal. Um, thank you so much. And let me know what other topics you would like me to feature, because again, I'm here to serve you and to make everything um, exciting for you as you travel around the world. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Hi guys, this is Jay Cooper Travels and I am with um, a friend of mine, Richard, who actually I've interviewed um, before. And so if you are listening to this podcast uh, for the first time, definitely find his uh, other podcast because it's about his coaching and how he is helping solo entrepreneurs find their way. Um, he has a series of books as well as a lot of other things, and we'll talk about that later. But for the moment, this podcast is all about his travels, and he has had such a remarkable career. Richard, thank you so much for being back with me today. It's been a pleasure talking with you time and time again. Great to be here. So I just learned or maybe you had told me before and I forgot, um, that you actually have had a professional, semi-professional career in table tennis. Tell me, and then you've traveled because of that. And as everyone knows, um, or in case you don't, um, I am in the travel space and I'm definitely, um, uh, I personally love to travel every year. And I know that even though we have COVID at the moment, we will be traveling again. Tell me more about how you got started in this unusual career path and where you've traveled. And I know that that kind of led you over to your coaching side. So tell us a little bit more. Well, the travel started for table tennis right after high school. After high school, I lived in Sweden for a year playing table tennis as a semi-professional table tennis player. So sponsored by the club, didn't have to pay for expenses. So this was a dream life for 10 months playing table tennis six hours a day, which was my passion. And I did this before going to college. So basically took a year off of college to play table tennis. And then later around 2003, I visited uh, Romania for four months to play table tennis full time with the youngsters that were developing to be Olympians in table tennis. Uh, I traveled to uh, Germany indirectly for table tennis and also to China um, as a table tennis product manager product developer and product manager went to China eight times. Less table tennis, but I was developing table tennis products then. So how many languages do you speak? I speak not fluent. My best language would be Chinese um, and then Swedish and then a little bit of German and Spanish. That's awesome. That's awesome. Where is the, if you, now you've traveled a lot, was there a favorite place that you, um, you visited? 
you know, I think China is uh, in my heart. I've been to China eight times, and I fell in love with the culture. It was very different from the United States. And uh, also, my connection through China is because my girlfriend is from China. She lives in the United States, but we've been together for five years. And so, her heart is in China. My heart is in China, and I always love it when I, when I go. The culture is very different. The food is different. The people and the lifestyle is very different. It's very different than being in Europe. Yeah, I would agree. I know last November, my daughter and I visited China. We flew into Beijing. We saw the Great Wall, which was on my bucket list. It was just phenomenal. And then we took the high-speed train down to Shanghai, and we toured around uh, with one of the uh, the tour companies that um, I have access to. And um, the history there, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, you see the pictures, but to be there in person, just phenomenal, just phenomenal. But you're right, the culture is different than Europe. Um, food too, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and one interesting thing about my travels is that on all those trips that I mentioned to, to those countries, um, none of those were actually tourist trips. They were related to, um, you know, table tennis or working. So I, on all those trips, I really didn't do any touristy things. But the good thing about it is that all those trips involved getting involved in the culture. Um, even Romania for three months, I actually learned 500 words of Romanian, living, interacting with the Romanians. So. So that's it's it's actually a different experience than going to a country as a tourist. Yeah, uh, enjoyed actually being a part of the culture. Were you living with families, or were you living in a hotel, or how did you stay when you were there? In, in Romania, I actually stayed in the, in the dormitories. Um, I lived in the dormitories with, with with the students. I mean, I had my own room, of course, but I was li right living on on campus uh, in, the, in the dormitory, eating eating in the same uh, place where all the athletes were eating. What was that like? It was, uh, you know, it was a real down-to-earth experience. You know, Romania, uh, they're economically a little behind some of the other countries. Uh, they had not been admitted to the EU at that time. And it was just challenging to see a country that was uh, economically in a very different place than the United States. Um, so that was uh, that was different than being in uh, like Germany or Sweden, which is more comparable to the United States. And then in China, you have the contrast between poor and rich. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, where on your bucket list are you thinking when we can travel again that you would like to visit that you haven't gone yet? Uh, possibly Dubai. 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 I haven't been to Dubai. I haven't been. To, I, there's a lot of places in Europe I haven't. I haven't been to. Um, Spain or France yet that I would like to go. So I, I believe I shared with you the I Go For Less platform, which is the uh, the wholesale platform that um, everyone has free access to. Um, did you actually put in a trip and check out prices and everything? I did. I, I checked out um, information on Dubai and uh, I didn't get all the details, but I started the process and it's very, it's very well laid out and organized, so I definitely will be well, I appreciate that. The other thing I want to share with everyone that when you activate the free website, the free I Go For Less portal, it's connected to two uh, to our foundation and they actually give to two different charities, uh, Mono Relief and Children's International. So that way families are fed every time that the portal is activated as well as um, every time that you use it. And um, even though um, you might we not, might not be traveling right now, there are other things on the portal as well for those that 
um, have an interest in a wine club. There's wine there. There's also um, excursions and restaurant coupons. So everyone can check it out and just kind of see um, something that might fit their need. Um, what do you, where, if you were to recommend to someone a place to see that you kind of, um, because of your trips, that might be off the beaten track, because as you said, you weren't doing touristy things, you might have stumbled on places that maybe we should go see or visit. Um, anything come to mind? Um, well, I would say Shenzhen, China, um, because if you go to China, it's not recommended to people to go there because it doesn't have all any, any of the traditional things in China. Uh, but it's just so, um, I, I don't know, there's just something about the, the different places in Shenzhen, China that I really became uh, drawn to, like like the uh, electronic, Huashan uh, Bank, the electronics market in, in Shenzhen is just an amazing place to see. Uh, people who want to buy electronics and sell them in their own countries can go to this place and it's just nothing like we have in our country um how so, far away is it from um again this is my lack of knowledge here uh from one of the major cities that we might know is it um it's south right across the water from hong kong if you throw oh, a rock okay. across the water from shenzhen uh, it's it's uh, like between almost the difference between um uh, Manhattan and, and New Jersey. Wow. And, and Hong Kong. Oh, very cool. Shenzhen was a fishing village um, 30 years ago with about uh, 30,000 people, and now they're about 20 million. That's amazing. So you that... can imagine there's, there's been no growth in any city around the world that's been that fast. And so they're like the uh, they're like the Silicon Valley for hardware around the world. You know? Wow. Uh, for manufacturing electronics and. They have a lot of other cool things to see there in terms of um, um, shopping and just cultural things. Very cool. Did you? How did you travel when you were there? Were you traveling by car, by train, or how did you get around? Um, I got around by car, sometimes a bus. I've even uh, I rented the Mobike when I was there. I walked a lot. Um, I even took chances on the uh, paying the electric motorcycle drivers which is risky because you're not wearing any helmets I, I i'm just um uh, you guys if you're not watching the youtube and you're just listening to the podcast i can tell you that i'm just sitting in awe because i remember when ariana and i were in china and we were um you know in our little tour bus you know going from one big place to another we would watch the drivers and we'd watch the mopeds and we watch all the bikes that you were talking about and there seemed to be no rhyme or reason in terms of how everyone was able to get around and there were no accidents at least not that we saw but all i can think of is like you said you didn't have a helmet you know you took so many risks <laughs> you, can have, you can have the sidewalk there inches from the sidewalk is a mother on her on in the back she has a little child in her back they're both not wearing helmets and two inches away from there is a big truck and you're like oh my god it looks so dangerous and they're as calm as can be they're used to these inches they're not even inches millimeters between her and the truck and the sidewalk and then somebody's walking it's like a ballet it is it is it's it's all it's all time so wonderfully and it's like wow they all the pieces just kind of move together <laughs> do have a lot of accidents in China. I mean, you don't see them too often when you're there, but they have yeah. So do you still play table tennis? 
I do, but not in the past year. I've had some back problems and then with COVID this year. So I haven't played since last year, but I was actively playing up until about a year ago. That's great. Um, you mentioned in a side conversation that you have also are an inventor. And um, you want to tell, say, share a little bit more because that sounded very interesting too. Yeah, when I was in high school, I invented a ball machine that would shoot ping pong balls out. And I, I sat on this idea for about 20 years. I didn't know how to get it out there. And, and when I was coaching table tennis, I shared this product with the owner that took it to China, that turned it into the product. We struck a deal. It opened the door later for me to work for that company as a product engineer, a product manager um, on some even more high tech table tennis ball machines. But that, that, ball, that first ball machine was sold in uh, 12 countries. It was number one on Amazon. It's called the iPong. Uh, yeah, sold hundreds of thousands of units over the last 11 years. Just amazing. So total, total respect because you're, um, and I, I say this totally as a compliment, you're such a genius in so many different ways, both from the idea of um, what you're doing as a sports individual, what you did as an inventor, what you're doing as a business coach. So I do recommend that everyone, um, look for the podcast. I'll also put in the information block above this, the travel side of this, as well as the YouTube. So that way you guys can cross over and you can see the, the other interview because, um, Richard's doing a lot of great things and I know he's available to help you. Do you want to just give a, a like a, a 30 second information about your coaching? Because because I know we're going to um, wrap it up in a minute, but I do want to share more about what you're doing. Sure, I love coaching. I like to work with people that want to become entrepreneurs. Most of the people that I've coached up until now have been solo entrepreneurs and I've helped them to move themselves and their businesses forward. And I'm especially looking for people that are wanting to transition from their career into our entrepreneurship. It's a very scary leap and I'm there to support them on the mindset side and also the business side. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you so much again for being on the podcast and guys definitely subscribe uh, to the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube side. There are many more other great stories that are coming and I appreciate each one of you. Um, thank you so much, Richard, for being here and I will talk to you soon.